Hello, I'm Samantha Hanna, or Sammy if we're pals. And if you're listening to this, then good news for you, we're pals. I moved to New Zealand as an adult a few years ago, and it's always weird to pursue new friendships in your late 30s. So I started this podcast so I can kind of make friends. I can invite people on and be like, hey, are you my friend? And if they're not, maybe they will be after being on. And it's also for all of you who want to make some new pals too, because we're going to dig into how to make that happen over the course of the series. Now, if you don't know me, I am a comedian in Wellington, and I was keen to host this with another Wellingtonian. So I've asked Lisa McLeod Whiting to be on the podcast too, as a co-host. And she's cool, but are we pals? I don't know. So in the first episode, we're going to find out. It's not looking too promising though, because I need a friend in my life right now who loves cats, and I have this nagging feeling deep down inside that Lisa hates them. Last year, my cat Sushi came into my life, and any new friend needs to love her too. So even if Lisa and I have a great chat and we want to be pals, if our non-negotiables do not fit, then we cannot be friends. We can still host the podcast together though, as colleagues. Hello and welcome to the Are We Pals podcast, the podcast where we discover who our true friends really are and hopefully make some new friendships along the way. Joining me today is a very special person. They are going to be my co-host from next week on, but today they are in the hot seat. They are my first guest. It's Lisa McLeod Whiting. Kia ora. Kia ora. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be in your podcast studio. <laughs> yeah, I made this today. It's, quite it's gorgeous. Thank it's you. gorgeous. Got the art really discounted at Nude Outlet in Porirua. Love that place. That's where you're from, isn't it? Well, it's where I live currently, yeah. Across from the Nude. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish. No. <laughs> Lisa. Hello. Okay. Sammy. You're on my podcast. I am. From next week, it's going to be our podcast. Yeah. We're going to share it. We're going to try and find some friends. Mm-hmm. But what we need to establish for the first episode is, are we pals? <sighs> Not to put you what? on the spot or anything, but okay. that is the concept. My gut feeling is yes. What is it? Yeah. Oh. I feel like... Can I be very honest? Please, just at the start. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I feel like we're at the beginning of a beautiful friendship. That is that is wonderful. Or the beginning of a drawn out professional relationship. <laughs> and, and either way, we're locked in. Yeah. Because even if we decide that we're not friends. This like, will live forever. I mean, we've got the art. I'm pleased that you said that. I wasn't sure. I was What's like, your instinct? Well, I just never know. I'm really bad at knowing what where other people stand. And I feel that because of that, I have to be really sure before mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, we're friends. I'm always like, I know them. We're acquaintances. We're also both in the comedy world. So we meet a lot of different people mm-hmm. and we're all friendly because you've got to be friendly totally. in the green room. So when is it that, when is it from friendly to friends? And I think also there's a cultural thing there as well because New Zealanders, I don't think we're easy to be friend on a deeper level. Yeah. Um, and I say that as somebody who's tried to make friends with a lot of as one. Yeah. It's tough. I'm glad you've said that first and not me yeah. because I feel like I would be, I don't know, like accusing a whole nation of being mm. unfriendly. And it's not that Kiwis are unfriendly because you are friendly people. I oh, we're very friendly. <laughs> very friendly. It's very easy to meet someone, be polite, have civil com- civil conversation, of course. But then how do you get to know them a little bit deeper or – when do they start to show your vul- the vulnerabilities? That's what I always find difficult. I think there's, there's different tiers of friendship. There's like acquaintance, then there's mates. Yeah. And then there's friends. Yeah. Right? That's how I break it down or have just broken it down now in my mind. So I think a lot of us operate on a mates level. Yeah. Particularly like in the scene we work in where you're kind of colleagues, but comedy's not really the most professional industry just because of the way it operates and things like that. Not to say people are unprofessional, it's just it's a weird vibe. Yeah. 
And then, so you're mates with everybody because also everybody's trying to get something out of everybody. So yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I need you to like me so that you pay me to come and tell jokes on your stage. <laughs> I feel like sometimes when you share uh, an experience, great or scary, yeah, you can d- dig deeper with Kiwis and become friends with them. So we need something traumatic to happen. When really. New Zealander invites you into their house, I feel like you're you're friends. Oh, so that's that's why when I was like, do you want to come here and do my podcast? You're like, it's done. Yeah, seal deal. I think we're friends now. <laughs> um, I need to blow my nose. Cool. <laughs> as soon as we started, I was like, my nose is dripping, <laughs> so I will be back. I had a dream last night. Okay. That you were in. And you were in <laughs> Celebrity Treasure Island. Oh, well, congratulations. Thank you. Um, Ed Byrne was also in it. Great. UK comedian. Irish? I met him. You did? Comedy Festival. Yes. I made him um, do parkour in the green room. <laughs> I know. I think I remember you saying that. And I think that's why my brain in the, and I know dreams are boring to talk about, but I feel like because you were directly in it, Thank you. I need to tell you I'm about honored. it. And it was last night. So basically, Ed Byrne and you were in... Celebrity Treasure Island together, and you'd come out quite early, Soz. <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> foreshadowing if I ever get on that show. And I know I'd be out. <laughs> and you came to me with a problem because you'd fallen in love with Ed. You were deeply in love with him, and you were asking me, because in our dream, my dream yeah, we were friends yeah. already, and you were asking me if you should tell him. <laughs> and through the medium of celebrity treasure <laughs> Yeah, well, as in, like, he was still in. Right. So he was, he was in the final week. Good um, for him. But you'd left. That's he, quite a get for New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, why is he the New Zealand one? Um, but he was having a great time. And so anyway, you'd fallen in love with him. Mm. And he was terminally ill. And only not only was he in New Zealand. So many layers. He had so many layers. Um, he only had uh, a few weeks to live. Wow. Which I was like, what are you spending on the show? And yeah, you go were... spend it with his wife and children <laughs> yeah, that I know he has. And you were like, should I tell him? And I was like, well, how does your husband feel about this? And you <laughs> yeah, were, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's marriage. So this would never work. <laughs> Uh, I was like, what about your husband? And you were like, he'll be okay with it. <laughs> George, sorry, but that's it. So anyway, I had this really elaborate dream this morning. So I just want to tell you that. I mean, I'm honoured that I made enough of an impression to enter into your dreamscape. <laughs> I mean, you're on the pod, you're, you're my co-host on the podcast. Yeah. You've entered the reality scape. I've entered your house. You've I'm- entered my house. Anyway, that was a sidetrack, but I just remembered that. And I was like, I really should share that. But we should talk about friendship. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of posted online. There's a group online called Welly Gal Pals. Mm-hmm. Are you in that? I don't think so. It's a big group. Okay. Um, so it's like, yeah, it's really nice. It's like, if you don't want to post something in thick deals and get loads of sarcastic mm. comments, you should post it in Welly Gal Pals and everyone's nice. Mm. Yeah. I love that. It's so lovely. I did, went through a big unfollowing of all groups or uh, pages yes. on Facebook Fair because enough. after I had a baby, I joined a misguidedly group of mothering, like oh, parent groups. Yeah. And it was just too much. <laughs> I left the day that I was broken by these groups was the day that this woman was like, Hey, um, I'm sure somebody can help answer this question. I really want to encase some of my breast milk in a piece of jewelry. Any ideas? And I was like, I am out. I'm so out of these groups. That is not a normal question. And nobody will have an answer. You cannot encase your breast milk. Can't you? Oh, maybe you can get it calcified or something. Oh, yeah. but then, and then polish it like a pill. I thought about it, obviously. Yeah, and you have. I was like, I have to get out of this effing group. Yeah. Because... 
I have but one life on this earth. But then I was like, actually, that's quite good content. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. But no, sorry, Wally Gal Pals. Yeah, so Wally Gal Pals, um, pretty wholesome group. And so I, and often people will go in there looking for friends. Oh. They'll say, I've moved to Wellington, I don't know anyone. Does anyone want to be my friend? And they'll say, DM me. And I don't know how successful it a lot of these chats are um, but I popped popped it a little anonymous post in there about this podcast and asked everyone what would you like to hear mm-hmm. and so I had a few responses one of them was whether uh, I guess you think that ageism exists in friendship in terms of as a barrier to making yeah. friends yeah I think so yeah I think so as well totally I think it gets hard to make new friends for a number of reasons it's also like a, a People say it's like harder to find romantic relationships when you're, you're older because you're set in your ways and your life follows a certain pattern and then inviting new people in is really hard. And then as New Zealanders, we get pretty closed off on our little friend groups and our family groups. Um, and I didn't realize that until I lived in Italy for a time. I was an exchange student there and there they live in really close quarters, like in the cities, obviously, and like large families and big and quite close apartments and stuff. And so not everybody has a backyard. You might have a balcony if you're lucky. And so you go to the, the square and you play in the playground with your kids and you meet people that way. And then you invite them over to lunch and things like that. It's very social. And then when my Italian family moved to Australia for a time, they, um, they were like, we, everyone has a backyard. So nobody goes to the playgrounds or people don't go to the playground to make friends. And so they were like, we felt really isolated and it made me feel so sad. And then I realized I was like, that is true because we live this backyard dream lifestyle. And I think, I think landscaping has a lot to answer for is, oh, wow. is my thesis. Oh, great. <laughs> That's it. You actually have given a lot of thought to this. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like wondering, you know, whether you think, oh, they're a bit old, don't want to be friends with them, but you're oh, actually. Oh, no. Think, no. I'm thinking much more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About the whole kind yeah, of society. Culture, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah. Amazing. Oh, no. Okay. I think I misunderstood your question. <laughs> no, I don't think you did. I think you understood it perfectly. I okay. think you understood it better than I uh realize it could go actually mm-hmm. but yeah i guess the question is is do you ever think oh they they could be a good friend but maybe they're oh they're a bit old or they're a bit young i get that with young because mm. i've met so many lovely comedians but i'm like they're 22 I know. can i be friends with a 22 year old increasingly yes <laughs> yeah well i have to yeah <laughs> and they're great because they keep getting younger <laughs> they, they are getting younger or are we getting older i mean they need to stop letting them in really don't they i know at a certain point you have to close the doors <laughs> you, you got to pull the ladder up yeah you do for feminism yeah <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so if I end up f- finding that I'm friends with lots of very, very younger and older, probably for comedy. Young guys, little young guys. Little young guys. They're lovely. They are. They're so sweet. I would not have been friends with 22 year old me, I don't think. Yeah. Like, they are much more mature than I was at that age, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess the person on uh, Welly Gal Pals was saying that she finds that maybe there's just like a subconsciously, oh, they're not quite in the age bracket, say that you're 35, mm. something like that. They'll be like, oh, that person's 40. It's a bit, it's a bit old. Are they going to be interested in the same things as me? Oh. Yeah. So I just wondered if that's something that you notice or agree with or whether, like, what's your friendship group like? Do you have like, a best friend? Do you have many friends? Yeah, I've got lots of different groups of friends and I've always been somebody who flits. Yeah. Like, my different hobbies, my different pods of people. Yeah. Um, and there's some, because it's New Zealand, there's a lot of crossover. Yeah. Um, but I have a best friend. Oh. Um, I met her when I was 17. Oh. And we went to Italy on our exchange together. So we met like a week before we left. Her name is Matty. I don't know if I should give to, like, she's a very private person. Oh, yeah. Um, and we met, yeah, when we were 17. And then we sat next to each other on the flight to Italy and judged each other so hard because we had, it was back in the day of, um, 
iPod minis and things like that. Yeah. And she was listening to really cool indie rock and I was listening to ABBA and Neil Diamond. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, ABBA's my absolute favorite thing to listen to. Uh, you still are into ABBA or? Less so. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, me too. But yeah, yeah I mean, I still love it. <laughs> I love it. But when I was 17, it was not cool. Like people were like, music from the 70s yeah. is cool, but they meant the doors yeah. and things like that. But I was like, yeah, Neil Diamond's great. <laughs> And then um, we became really good friends and then we came back from our exchanges and we went to university together and we just spent every single day together for about three or four years. Yeah. And she's my best friend. And um, yeah, but it's a different friendship than I have with my other Mm. close friends. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then also like, so my husband and I, when we were dating, we set her up with his best friend. Now they're married. Oh, I was going to say that could have gone terribly wrong. It, fortunately, <laughs> knock on wood, oh, it's going oh great. Um, and so, um, Love yeah, best friends married best friends. Perfect. Dreamy. So you all hang out quite a lot. When do you, how yeah. often do you see them? Um, we see them quite a lot because they also live in Portugal. Oh, perfect. So, and their kids are the same age. Oh. Like, well, their kids are not the same age. They would make them twins. Yeah. Uh, their oldest daughter is the same age as my daughter. That's amazing. And we had them four months apart. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So you had someone who's your best friend yeah. while you were pregnant to go yeah. through that hole in that early. I think yeah. that's really special. And now I've got, and now thanks to becoming a mum, I have a whole category of friends who've seen my tits. Oh, great. <laughs> which is, that's a, yeah. that's a milestone. Yeah, that is. And some, like, it was not something I'd really encountered before. And then you have a baby and you're like, man, wow. upwards of 15 of my friends have now seen my the goods. I've definitely seen a lot of friends' breasts from them yeah. being mothers, and mm. um, especially in London. I just remember there was a summer in London where everyone just the summer, summer in London, <laughs> everyone was in the pub with yeah. their baby, the boob is out, and yeah. you just would be there and you'd be like, This is it, this is it now, this is normal now. I just had to cut out that. that one friend who was trying to encase their breasts. <laughs> Okay, that was the last sounds like a really, really special friendship to have. I sometimes wonder that when you feel like you've got something like that where it's like you've got that friendship, you have that history, you've managed to go through these really, really cool times in your life with them. Do you need more friends? Like you've got your husband, you've got your family, you've got your little foursome there, you've mm-hmm. got your other groups. Like, do you need to make more friends? I love meeting new people, and I, I don't know, I like having lots of people in different zones. Yeah, I don't know. I. I mean, it's healthy. I think it's it healthy because you yeah. never know what's going to happen in one part. And I work in a very social industry as well. So, like, comedy is incredibly social. Yeah. And so that's actually been one of the really surprising byproducts of starting comedy. Like, I did improv for a long time, and I made a lot of improv friends through that as well. And they're all wild and, like, it's so lots of fun. And then you've got – and then the stand-up friends, I was like, I don't see myself in the scene, and now I'm very much in the scene. Yeah. And – I've met so many cool new people and it's been such a surprising gift from like, we're like, oh, wow, look at us just telling our rude jokes together, <laughs> forming friendships. Getting your tits out, but for a different way, not even because yeah, you're breastfeeding. For, for money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for money and, and, and for a, joke, a gag. You know, yeah, yeah a gag. it's, it's um, crucial to the storytelling. <laughs> um, yeah. And then um, I work, I run a business as well. And so I have a lot of like customer friends as well. Yeah. But nice. that's a different level, like that's professional friendship yeah. as well. But then I also, the people I start that, but started that business with are two of my best friends as well. And that shut up and dance. Yeah. The fun dancing it company is. where you get to yeah. dance to Britney. Where people come to make friends. Yeah, that's true. I went with friends. Yeah. I went with friends. I have friends here through my partner, Toby. So Kiwi, but I met them in London uh-huh. when we were all living there. And then everyone kind of started to move back. And then when I moved here, then they were still friends, but they're Toby's friends originally, kind mm-hmm. of become my friends. We'll hang out more in a group, but now and again, I'll meet up with some, especially the girls, just kind of independently. Mm-hmm. 
And what did we do? We went to a shut up and dance yeah. class. So that was really cool. It was like, oh, we're doing this on Saturday. I was like, yeah, I'd love to do that. And I think there's something really interesting about doing an activity mm-hmm. with friends rather than sitting and just having like a catch up going, yeah. let's just do something like you used to do when you were younger. You'd play and you'd have yeah. fun rather than go, let's just debrief. I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's or like have feeling. a date, you know? Like, yeah, like a date. I, I think my sister, she lives, um, I know my sister lives in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Last I checked, where in the world is Caroline McLeod? <laughs> um, but she went on like sort of Bumble for friends and she has met some cool people like that because I suppose like back in the day you would have met friends through like your church community or yeah. like your shared industry or whatever or you work in the same job for 40 years. Yeah. And now it's people like a more connected and yet more isolated as well yeah this is my hot take <laughs> yeah no it's interesting the bumble thing because i tried that when i first mm. moved to new zealand but then never really it never kicked off for me mm-hmm. and then i met people for comedy and stuff anyway yeah. but i remember there was a bit of a taboo about it so when i told oh. people that i was on bumble for friends it was like oh don't do that don't do that you'll meet people it was like a real dislike of that mm. and i don't know why it was taboo to use an app for friendship when it was quite accepted to meet someone but uh, it wasn't always so maybe it's just because it's newer and people aren't used to it because it wasn't always like normal to meet someone on an app online yeah there was those days where it was all a bit weird like oh you're mm, online dating yeah. whereas now <laughs> yeah whereas now it's like that is probably how mo- most people meet i'm yeah. guessing i don't know i don't know the statistics but um yeah so the interesting you're saying that like, you love meeting loads of different people and meeting new friendships all the time because i feel like that is the opposite from what we were saying earlier about the kiwi because i think yeah. a lot of kiwis they have their friendships from school they have their best friends that they've known for all this time and they're like well i'm i'm kind of done like i yeah no i you know that kind of friendship group i've I, seen that for sure i went through a bit of a um a stage where i don't know if you've experienced this in relationships before where I was, I'd seen a few friends get sucked into a relationship. Like, you know, they meet somebody and they get all caught up and then they sort of ditch their friends for a couple of years. And yeah. then they come back to you when things have settled down or whatever, when yeah. you're like, oh, I've made my whole life about this other person. Yeah. And I really, really didn't want that to happen to me. And so I pushed really hard in the other direction. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and was like uber independent and like joined all these activities and hobbies and things like that because my husband, he works a lot. And I was like, I, I've got to be my own independent person. So I went out and built this huge community of people yeah. through performing and my job and just treasure island like, yeah, Ed Byrne, yeah. Ed Byrne, he's man he's got a lot of sick hookups <laughs> i'll tell you what can't wait to get written into his will that's black but, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so that was a conscious decision you think yeah totally oh wow because i just ne- never wanted to it, like if for whatever reason that relationship ended to then turn around and then go to my friend's help me yeah which is like your friends would always do that for you but i i don't know i feel like you get lots of different i get lots of different things from my friends that i get from my relationship yeah i mean i don't sleep with all my friends <laughs> <laughs> i don't like hey the improv community no judgment <laughs> they're pretty free very free very, very, free. very free very free shout out to the <laughs> shout out to tiny dog <laughs> oh, was it referencing <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I've threatened behind your back to many people that I'm going to start a rival improv group called Massive Cat. <laughs> you bitch. I, know, I don't know why I've never told you, but just, I've been in group chats and I've been like, tiny dogs we mentioned, I'm like, oh, get, get in with Massive Cat. So many people are pretending that they're also in Massive Cat, which has never happened, but there's a oh, lot We should have an improv off. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get all these people that are like, yeah, I'm in. So anyway, I just need to tell you that. Uh, Massive Cat, great. I love it. Look, tiny dog is... Such an improv name. It yeah, was, yeah, it was so kind good. of a placeholder name. We're like, oh, we'll think of something different, and then 
we it just start then a brand image yeah. and we're like you know what this is it i love it i love it but i love massive cat more and we it will happen mm. it'll happen one day um yeah okay so the other thing i want to ask you so yeah i went into welly gal pals and i was like what do you mm. want to ask and there was the one about age and the other question that came up or the other um kind of thought was how do you make friends <laughs> but i was like because one person said that they moved here a few years ago i think from germany um, and they said they've never really been able to make friends and they don't know why so you sound like you know because you've gone you've gone you've done it so mm-hmm. what would your oh hello sushi <laughs> somebody's like i just somebody need a friend you're so small i can't believe she's just like not reacting to you at all normally she'd be like but well, i don't know this person you can smell my poochie um, um so yes uh i would say do an activity yeah like I know there are walking groups and things like that. That is not my scene, but I've heard about them anecdotally. I mean, I don't want to just sound like I'm plugging my own company, but places like Shut Up and Dance, that's where what I would love about that. what we've created is like we do um, a flash mob every year for Cuba Dupa for the festival, the street festival. And we've had people who did the first ever one we did in 2017 and they didn't know each other and they were all these weird, excited strangers together. And now they're all – really good friends and it's people who probably wouldn't have crossed paths otherwise if it weren't for this thing and yeah that's cool so they've performed together and it's like when you go through something together yeah. so i made a lot of friends doing like an adult night class and just from that yeah. that like you, yeah. uh, you join a community and then that opens like you know you kind of just like domino until you find the people you stick with because sometimes you get like oh that person introduced me to this person who's actually become like a friend yeah i think that's a really good show is actually doing something with people rather than just like meeting up for a coffee yeah. like what's the common ground like what is the hobby that you could do together yeah. like you say like night class and um, toby's obviously just got home from golf <laughs> and he's trying to get it come in really really quietly but the cat's going meow meow because she's greeting him um hi toby we, Toby, my partner and I, we moved to New Zealand in the middle of lo- well, it was lockdown in the UK, so it was middle of pandemic. Toby's from New Zealand originally. I'm not. He works really weird hours because he still works for like a London company, and I got a job here. I've kind of met more people in the last couple of years mm-hmm. because I've gone to work. I've gone to do um, the shop and dance class, or I've gone to do uh, comedy and met people that way. So. I would say 100% just getting involved in a community of sorts. Mm. Hang around, just keep hanging around in the bar until other people talk to you. Yeah. Like, the end thing would be knitting. It can be, I mean, even going to comedy to watch it, I've noticed people have started to, like, connect a little bit, especially when it's, like, one of those um, slightly different... Uh, say it's um they had a cat they had a cat show all about cats um like that's a very different vibe in the audience like mm. chat to the person next to you and say hey do you want to go and see something else together yeah i think that is the way and the other tip would be join a faith-based organization <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i'm not religious at all but i have often thought gosh if you just join a church not only are you going to have a group that they they are going to be nice to you it's all about love thy neighbour, isn't it? Yeah. They're going to bring you cakes. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. That's how I view the church as an outsider. Yeah, there is a lot of cake. There's a lot of shared lunches. There's a lot of um, babysitting random kids, which yeah. I loved. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I used to be religious. Yeah. I used to go to be part of a church community. And that was the only thing I really missed about mm. when I left the church was the people. Because, yeah, they, they, they made it the community. Yeah. I've always wondered about that. Like, is there room for like secular church? You know, like yeah. a church that is non-religious, the humanist sort of humanist church. Yeah. Exactly, where you go and you connect with other people and you hang out and you 
I don't know, do a sermon about science and nature yeah. and you all go, you sing a song. And we were talking earlier about whether we're friends and we're trying mm-hmm. to decide that. Um, every episode we're going to figure out what the guest non-negotiable is okay. for friendship. Yeah. Um, and if the non-negotiable is, you know, if you say they can't like mushrooms mm-hmm. and the person likes mushrooms, then that's it, the friendship will be over. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to do that between us okay. for the first episode. Okay. So what is your friendship non-negotiable? My friendship non-negotiable is they have to be able to tell you if you've got food in your teeth okay. or a bat in the cave. Okay, great. That is from very real lived experience. <laughs> and I, want, I, I have gappy teeth. I get stuff in my teeth all the time. Good yeah. friends say, you got something. They don't make a big deal about it. Yeah. And then you move on. Yeah. And I think that's a, a, a love language. Yes. But then when I've applied that to other people, sometimes they don't appreciate it. Yeah. Got you. And then I have a friend who, no matter what is going on, she always has the same <laughs> thing here. And then she just knows because my eyes go cross-eyed. She's like, <laughs> i got a booger there, don't I? I'm like, yeah. But could you tell me earlier when I had, was sniffing? Could you tell? I didn't notice. Oh, okay, good. I'm a chronic sniffer as well. Oh, so yeah. It didn't. Because, you know, we were just quite early into the, the chat and I was like, my nose is dripping. And I didn't mm-hmm. know if you noticed or not. But now you say that that is your love language, I'm guessing you would have told me. I would have, You yeah. would have told me. Well, that's some it. things you can fix, though. Okay, yeah. Be like, do you want to sort out that nose of yours? <laughs> But also, <laughs> I like a friend who's aggressive. Do you tell people that you don't know that well? So is it only your friends, or if you're just like in a I like, try to do it subtly. Oh gosh, you know, like if field, you're talking to somebody, oh. and I have the attention span of a net, yeah. so I'm all, my brain is always looking for a reason to check out of a conversation. <laughs> yep, not this. Yeah, one. no, no, it's fine. No, I understand. <laughs> no, but you know when you're talking to somebody, yeah. and you're talking about something quite boring, yeah, and you're like, God, this conversation's boring. But don't, oh, Lisa, you've already disassociated. Oh, no. Stay with them. And then they've got something oh, there. And so, you don't want to interrupt their flow, even though what they're saying is so boring. But you're being polite. And so you're just like, huh. So I'm pretending to oh, brush yeah. that thing away. Yeah. And then they go, she's got nothing on your face. And you're like, I can't. Uh, yeah. I think I would tell someone I knew and felt comfortable with. If I didn't know them that well and I didn't think anyone was going to notice or we were all going to pretend. I wouldn't touch them and be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. A bit of sauce there. <laughs> Toby and I, we were down in the South Island earlier this year. I think we were in Lake Tekapo, yeah, a beautiful mm-hmm. stunning. And we were at an Airbnb, but it was one of those Airbnbs where you sit with the other guests. No. Yeah. And, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> and the, the guy that ran the thing, so there was the women that obviously, they're quite a South Island couple, but she was cooking. He was just sitting in the corner, just watching us. Cool. And at one point, hunting came up and he perked up because he loved a bit of hunting. And we were with an American couple and they were massively into hunting. So suddenly we were all just talking about shooting animals, <laughs> which was awful. I hated that conversation. But um, it, she had egg on her face. No, literally. Literal egg <laughs> on her face. And um, uh, her husband just suddenly went, you've got egg on your face. <laughs> like really direct. Oh. I can't remember. I think it was just like here, but it was like a full bit of egg. It was bizarre. <laughs> Anyway, just made, remember me. <laughs> so anyway, I think I would. So I think we're okay there. I think we're safe. Yeah. I think we might be okay with our friendship. What's your non-negotiable? My non-negotiable is they have to like cats. Okay, I'm in. You're in? I'm in. I, I love cats. I didn't know this about I grew you. up with cats. See, I always thought, I know you're, you've got a dog. I've got a dog. And I always thought that you didn't, you disliked cats no. this whole time. Where are you getting that energy I from? No, I love cats. I'm so happy. So when my cat came in earlier... 
And you just, you, well, one, my cat's very scared of people she doesn't know. Uh-huh. And normally she'd just like run. You full on petted her. That's the most I've seen anyone come into this house and cats pet sushi. And me, I good. You are good. And so I was like, wow, she doesn't like them, but she handled that situation really well. <laughs> And now you tell me, okay, well, absolutely, we can be friends. Did in the stream with Ed Boone, did I go on an anti-cat <laughs> yeah. rant or something? Yeah, there? yeah, you were like an act supporter. I marry that guy and kill a thousand cats. <laughs> I don't know where I got that from. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Is it because of the tiny dog thing? Yeah, probably. Which, by the way, is an improv. <laughs> yeah, tiny dog. True. Okay, yeah, in. it was. I had this in my head and I was like, so when you were like, I think we're at the beginning of being, fr- being friends. <laughs> you were like, I was like, little does she know. Yeah, I was thinking, already. <laughs> unfortunately, because you're going to say, I don't like cats and I'm going to go, well, we can never be friends but we can be podcast hosts but well, we can we can be friends oh my god this I'm is, relieved I, are you I was hoping that we were always going to have like a frenemy thing going on but I kind of like this oh we can have non-negotiables <laughs> yeah. I'm a very picky person <laughs> no okay perfect well I think this is the beginning of a very very uh, long friendship cool um, and let's go and get our first guest yeah let's make some new friends let's make some new friends and um, before we go do you have anything that you want to ask me because I feel like I've just like quizzed you a lot no okay um no, I mean, like, no, as in, no, you haven't just quit. It's been lovely. Right. Um, <laughs> You're like, no, I have no, no questions I for you. No, I don't really want to know about you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're friends, but we're not that kind of friends. Well, my non-negotiables that I get all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Yay, we did it. And we're friends. And we're friends. And we're pals. Yay. Tell your friends you love them. <laughs>